Well, welcome to Church Project. We're glad that you're here today. Everyone warm? Are you kind of warm? Uh, no? A little bit? Well, I just checked the heat. It's up to 63. And so it's a lot better than 53 when we walked in this morning. However, it may get up to 66. We'll be all right today. So just cuddle up with someone next to you or whatever, okay? Carl's back there with no coat on, you tough man, okay? Well, we're glad that, that you're here today. And, and like I said, we're going to jump off of Luke um, everyone here has been coming to Church Project for a while, and we know that we've been walking through Luke. And so today, we're going to jump off of that, and we're going to talk about 2013, 2013, and we're going to talk about 2014 as well. Uh, if you are on the email list, you got an email this morning, and, and we, we sent out some verses. We're going to cover a plethration. Is that a word? Can I use that? James, come on. Plethration. I used it. It's recorded. It's going on the web, and so it's a new word. We're going to cover so many verses today, uh, but I'm, I'm going to jump off. I, I used to do topical, topical uh, messages in that what we're doing today. We, we will pick a topic, and we'll get a whole bunch of Bible verses from all over the place and just kind of bring it together. And then since we started Church Project, we've been doing verse by verse and going through Luke. And so occasionally, though, we're going to jump in and we're going to do something. Today, what we're going to do is, is I'm going to title this message, Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. How was 2013 for you guys? Was it a good year? Was it a hard year? Was it a year full of joy? Was it a year full of change? Was it a year full of just hard stuff? If your year is anything like mine, then it was pretty much a combination of all those things. Had moments where it was just awesome, moments where it was devastating, and moments where it was just bland. How was your year? You could probably think back on on a couple things, and, and maybe good and bad has come to mind. How was your year? And I think it's important as church project that we look back on 2013. We look back on, even as our church, we look back um, on, on our lives individually as well. And, and we reflect on some things. And, and so as we look, and I want to break this up into three things, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And so I want to look back, look yesterday, okay? Think back, roll back in the index of your mind. What was your year, look, what did it look like? And here at church project, what, what did that look like? I want to throw a couple Bible verses out that we can chew upon and we can think about. And I think God's going to show us something really cool. As I, as I think about yesterday, Psalms 103, 1, 1 through 5, um, you can open your Bibles to that. It's not going on the screen, sorry. If you need, if you need a Bible, then we'll, we'll grab throw one for you. Thank you. Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5 says this, Oh, my soul. Come praise the eternal with all that is in my body, emotions, mind, and will. Every part of who I am, praise his holy name. Sounds like something we're just saying. Oh, my soul, come praise the eternal. Sing a song from a grateful heart. Sing and never forget all the good he has done. Despite all your many offenses, he forgives and releases you. More than any doctor, he heals your diseases. He reaches deep into the pit to deliver you from death. He crowns you with unfailing love and compassion like a king. When your soul is famished and withering, he fills you with good and beautiful things, satisfying you as long as you live. He makes you strong like eagles, restoring your youth. Think back on 2013. 
And if you're anything like me and you're wired anything like me, I, I can think of the good things, but I can also think of the bad things. And when I think of the bad things, it really takes me to a place that I feel like I'm in control more than I actually am. God is a, a good God. Regardless of what your year looked like last year, the highs, the lows, I want to ask us something as we look at Psalms 103, 1 through 5. Are, do we have a grateful heart? Do we have a grateful heart? And do we look back and never forget all the good that God has done? See, in our life, it's easy to experience things and, and to move forward and, and boast in the Lord and, and in the good times and in the bad times. But, but I have a question for you. Do you have a grateful heart and do you never forget what the Lord has done? Last year, I pulled this out, and this is what I had Zoe bring up. Last year, I pulled this out, and, and if you were here last year about this time, you know what this is. This is my, my little black book, and when I pull it out, we're in trouble. And here is all, all the, the praises that, that really have happened in my life and church project, not all of them, but just things that have come to mind, that, that when they come to mind, I, I write them in here. But also on the back, there, there's this prayer section as well of all these prayer requests. So if you ever find this, don't read it. You might get embarrassed, but... I want to go through and highlight just a, just a few things in, in my life and in, in our family's life and even part of Church Project's life, some of the entries that I put in here. Again, it's multiple pages long, and I'm only going to grab a few of them. Um, I think back, and some of these are silly. Right? Some of these are really silly, like this first one. January 25th of, of uh, 2013, Zoe and Audra cuddle with me. <laughs> I must have been having one of those days because I go on and I say, Max won't leave my side and Lauren is encouraging me. That was on the 25th of January last year. Must have been one of those days. Who knows what I was going through. But never forget. Never forget the things that God does in our life. Never forget the blessings. Never forget even the bad stuff because it grows us. But never forget especially the good stuff. If, if you're like me, I move on. I'm like, thank you, God, and I move on to tomorrow. And I begin to forget. One of the coolest things is when I go back and I get to read this and I get to be reminded of what God has done, even in the small things. Zoe and Audra cuddling with me. That's not small. That's a huge blessing. I'll move on. Keith and Christina, they've been here a couple times. Uh, Keith and Christina decided to start Church Project Southlands. Well, now they're meeting in, in Aurora down in Southlands and that's incredible. Thank God for that. CJ led worship for us for a, a lot of months. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, no, I won't read that one. Uh, <laughs> game night at Church Project Building was fun. And perspective is getting better. Ooh, that must be a little personal one. <laughs> game night at Church Project is fun, and my perspective is getting better. That was in January, February, March. Uh, a great weekend gathering. Oh, wow, that's funny. Just a couple weeks later, a great weekend gathering. Must have been one of those just good Sundays, huh? Good, good together. Oh, here's another silly one. A uh, free oil change for the Cadillac uh, when money is tight. What, does that happen to you? Does stuff like this happen? Do you remember them? Where was it? The free, <laughs> the free oil change? Weld County Garage. It was like my 10th oil change, and I didn't know it, but you get it free or something like that. 
But I remember it because money was definitely tight and it was very cool. Cool enough to make the black book. Um, midway through the year, I'm skipping so much, but I just want to highlight some things. Midway through the year, Mookie, that's who we call my mom, Mookie and Grandpa, Lauren, Zoe, and Audra and I participate in the color run. I forgot about that. We participate in the color run, a 5K together. We walked the whole time. We didn't run. It was like a color walk, a lot of fun. Um, this one was really cool. God broke through a hard high school crowd and began changing hearts. I remember speaking at, at two camps this summer, and one of them um, was, was just this hard, hard camp. There was probably five or 600 high schoolers there. And I was thinking, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. It ended up being one of the most phenomenal things of, of 2013. God broke a lot of high schoolers' hearts this year at that camp. And I was so, I was so, oh, I don't know, it was just cool to be a part of that. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Krista's changing hearts of, of, of students all the time. Thank you. Here we go, Christina. Chad and I do the Ironman in Boulder. <laughs> awesome experience that we lived. <laughs> we lived, all right. Um, oh, this one, you guys may be familiar with this one. I had a 10.05 meeting with Denver Seminary with the admissions board, and for some reason they let me in. That's kind of cool. Who said yeah? <laughs> Danny? That's pretty cool. Oh, another Hardings. You're in here, Hardings. You're in here in a couple times, Hardings. Sorry, guys. Family date with the Hardings. We go to the drive-in movie theater. I mean, dumb, right? Dumb. Very cool. Cool experience. We get to do life together. We get to enjoy these blessings, and sometimes we take them for granted. A lot of times we take them for granted. Lauren passes the Praxis test. She was stressed out about this test forever. Top 15% in the country because she's a nerd. <laughs> my parents are married 40 years this year. I pass all my classes at seminary. Um, we partied at the embassy suites on Christmas Eve. I, I'll stop. How many times do we forget the blessings in our life? And more than that, as we, think, as we think back into yesterday, do we have a grateful heart? God, thank you. Psalms 103, 1 through 5 says, never forget, have a grateful heart. Despite all the good, despite all the bad in your life, have a grateful heart. And when we boast, boast in the Lord. In multiple verses in the Bible, it says pride comes before, what, a downfall. When we get proud, it's, it's because something's about to happen because our heart's getting proud. See, and, and here, I want to I say this, okay? I caution anyone who takes credit for their failure, especially as Christians. I caution anyone that's going to take credit for their failure because you know what that means? We're also going to take credit when there's huge success. Like if you think you are strong enough and everything is failing in your life because you're just that bad, then also... I caution you because you may think you're that good when things are going that good. See, our life, like Paul, 
He went all over the place. He was up and down. He had a lot. He lacked some, but he learned what it meant to be content in all situations. And Christians, I want to ask us today, are we remembering our past? And are we remembering the blessings? And are we counting on God for everything? Because despite whether we have a little or we have a lot, we need to remember what God is doing and have a grateful heart. I encourage you to keep a journal, write down the praises, write down the blessings so you don't forget what they are. So you look back in 2013, some of us, we had a really rough year. It was a hard year. Some of us, it was an incredibly good, good year. Uh, If it was a good year, please don't forget that. Write that down. Never forget that. Keep a grateful heart no matter what. But there's also John 16, 33. John 16, 33. We're going through so many verses today. That's why I emailed it out to you, okay? John 13, 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Oftentimes as, as Christians we run into people and, and they say, I don't know why God is doing this thing. You know, it's, it's hard, life is hard. And I want to say, yeah, did you not read this John 13, 33? God promises that there will be trouble in this, in this world. There will be hard times. How are we dealing with those? Are we trusting God as we look back in 2013? How have you dealt with the hard things in your life? God says that there will be hard times, but he is there for us. And, and one John, or 1 John 1, 9 says this, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Some of us, as we think back on the 2013, we can think of things that have happened in our life that are bad. Things that sins, ways that we've gone against God. And it's affected, it's affected us in great ways. This promise of 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just, he'll forgive us of our sins. If you think that you're good enough to run away from God and control that, and you think that God won't forgive you, then I wonder who you're serving. See, God says, confess your sins. I'm faithful and just. I will forgive you of all unrighteousness. So I want to ask you, when I, think, when I ask you about 2013 and you're thinking back on it, you may think of good times, you may think of troubles, you may think of things that just dumb mistakes that you made or something. Are you holding on to those? Are, the, are you letting them determine what today will be for you? And are you letting them determine what tomorrow will be for you? God says, move on. God says, I love you. God says, ask me, I will forgive you, and we're going on. So if you're carrying into 2014 guilt, if you're carrying into 2014 just sorrow, if you're carrying that into 2014, I guarantee you this, today can be a new day for you. Are you willing to start over? Are you willing to look forward with the eyes of of God and what he's asking of in your life? There's the past. Let's talk about today. Today's pretty cool. 2 Corinthians 5.17. I'm giving you a lot of verses today. And my hope is you'll go home and kind of read through these, dive into these, because these are good verses. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new is here. Some of us, when we make mistakes, we think that all of a sudden we're not worthy and we're never going to amount to anything. 
Some of us, we think back in our past and Satan likes to whisper into us and say, oh, well, you've done that again. Again, you've done that. See, I told you you were this. This is your habit. This is your pattern. You're good for nothing. And Satan begins to beat you up and to destroy you and to take over your mind. God says this, that you are a new creation in him. The old is gone. The new has come. Don't carry into tomorrow the failures of yesterday. Don't carry that into tomorrow. Don't even carry that weight today. That's a heavy, heavy weight. God says, if you ask me, I'll forgive you of anything. And you're a new creation. Start new today. Keep focused on me. Psalms 127.1 says this. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. And as I talk about today, and I talk about the past and what was 2013, and we start talking about today, some of us have a lot of plans, don't we? How many of you made New Year's resolutions, or you have things that you want to change around the belly, or anything like this? Uh, any, any of you, have you thought about that, things that you want to change today as you move forward? I want to encourage us. That unless the Lord builds the house, the, lab- the, 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 the builders labor in vain. We have a lot of plans. We can do a lot of things. We can make a lot of plans. But unless the Lord is directing us, it's in vain. And the importance of seeking God and, and running after Him and sitting with His Word and meditating on His Word and, and talking with Him is so important because left to my own self, I will run this direction. And God's saying, really? This is kind of the direction I wanted you to go, Aaron. How many of us, we try so hard to build a house all along realizing when we look up that that wasn't the house that God wanted us to build? As you Think about 2014 as you begin to think about the plans and things that you want to do. Ask God, is this what you have for my life, God? One of, and I can point it out with this, this verse that I've had to hang on to a lot as we've started church project especially, and that's 1 Corinthians 3.6. If you're counting, by the way, that's like the sixth verse I've given you today. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 3.6 is one of these verses that I have to hold on to. This is what the verse says. It's Paul and he's talking. He says, I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. Now, what does this mean? Can, can I just put it even in church project context? How many of you thought as we moved into the year 2013, if you've been a part of church project, that we would have 200 people here by now? 150, <laughs> 5,000, 50. Who knows what you thought? Who cares what you thought? Who knows what I thought? Who cares what I thought? Here's the deal. Even as, as, even as we talk about church project, I think one of those things that I read that it was a good day, and you know in that blessing book I just read, and I left and said, and it was a good day today, I think it was because of my perspective was right. See, the days that I leave here on Sunday and my perspective is not right, it's because I I started counting people. Or I started looking and going, God, eh, and my perspective starts getting wrong. And all along this whole year, and my grandpa has brought me back to this verse multiple times, and it's this verse right here. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. As we think about church project, what's our job? Our job is to do what God has asked us to do. What's Aaron Haven's job? My job is to show up, look good, and to talk for a little while. That's, that's, that's my job. See... 
all of us, the church body, we all have our own job. And if we're, if we're good at that and we do that faithfully, God does the rest. If I leave here excited because this place was full, shame on me. If I leave here depressed because this place was empty, shame on me. My job is to show up. And then Apollos will come along and he'll water. But God is the one that adds to the numbers to his work, to what he's doing. And that's just talking church project. Now let's drop it back into our real life, our day-to-day life. How many of you are assuming responsibility that's not yours? How many of you are taking responsibility of things that are not yours? I I say this song often because Jeremy is just phenomenal, but how many of you are carrying burdens that are never yours to carry? Newsflash, we're not that strong. Thank you. We're not that strong. If we think that we are good enough to win people over to Christ, we're not that strong. If we think that we can plan and we can have a better 2014 than ever and ever, and it's under our control, we're not that strong. The part of this whole message that I want to get to is, the, is tomorrow, because it's really, it infects today as well. But I want us to keep in mind, 1 Corinthians 3, 6, I planted the seed. That was my job. I planted, and I did it the best I could. Apollos, he watered, but God has been making it grow. Know what God has, has called us and equipped us for. Know what our spiritual giftings are. I learned quick that my, now I'm not good at making coffee, so Danny took over it. Now let's talk about tomorrow, because I think this is the most important part. Yesterday's good to think back and to have a grateful heart and to never forget. Today is, is knowing that we're a new creation, knowing that God has forgiven us and we're moving on, and then God is building everything. As we, as we think about tomorrow, um, that's where a lot of our thoughts go to as Americans, doesn't it? It goes to tomorrow. James 4, 13 through 17 is what, I, is what I want to talk about. Don't worry, I only have three more verses, okay? You're like, serious? So many verses? Yeah, sorry. No, not really. These are good. James 4, 13 through 17. I'll give you a second because I went there fast. James 4, 13 through 17 says this. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this city or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, will please underline that, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. We look at this. How many of us plan to go to this city or that city or to do this thing or this thing? Or we have our year lined out for us. How many of you already have your year lined out for you? I mean, you've already determined what's going to happen. Like you, you know where you're going for 2014. Any of you like that? I used to be really good at this. I used to have about 100 New Year's resolutions, and I knew exactly where I was going. And then recently, over the last, like, I don't know, seven or eight years, I was like, 
whatever, forget those. God, we'll just work on a couple things and let's just see what tomorrow brings because I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. A lot of us, when we start thinking about tomorrow, we have such grand plans of what may be, and that's good. But how many of us can count on tomorrow even being here? None of us can count on even tomorrow being here. I think it's been really good to, to wake up recently and just say, God, if it is your will, God, if it is your will, thank you for letting me be alive today. And if it is your will, may I go and do this. What are you directing me for tomorrow? What are you directing me for today, it, if, if it is your will? As we think about the past, yesterday, we think about today, and we think about tomorrow, if it's the Lord's will, the most important thing, I'll give you these last two verses, sorry, Hebrews 12, 2 through 3. Hebrews 12, verses 2 through 3, says this, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for it is the joy set before him he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. How many of us are fixing our eyes on Jesus? Our plans, our grand schemes, our life, our, our past, our today, our tomorrow, all of it is for naught unless we're focusing on Jesus. He is the perfecter of our faith. Yet we move about our days like, like we know better. We move about our days relying on our own talents because we went to school and we know these talents work. We, we go about our days and we think that we have such brilliant plans that they're going to work out just the way that God, that, that, that we've planned. God may have a whole different idea, a whole different set of things, circumstances that may happen on our life. Are we fixing our eyes on Jesus and counting on him for anything and everything? Some of us, when, when we go through so many verses and we, and we talk about so much stuff, we may begin to get overwhelmed, and we may begin to think, uh, what do I need to do? How do I need to act? What are some things I need to do to grow closer to God? Can I summarize it with this? Fix your eyes on Jesus. Bottom line, and the bottom question of today is that, if you've heard anything today, and if God is prodding anything in your heart, I hope it's that. Fix your eyes on Jesus. If we do that, our past, or today, or tomorrow, will be exactly what God has for us. We'll walk in the person that God has created us to be. There'll be great joy. The sorrows won't be so sorrowful. The highs will be awesome, because we'll know that God is directing our lives. One of uh, these... Old, old pastors, Steve Morehouse, he's not so old, but just in case he listens to this, I want him to hear I call him old. He used to leave our congregation, he used to give us a blessing. Any of you from churches that would give you a blessing, right? And, and it took me a while to catch on. I thought, man, those are brilliant words, but he's actually quoting Bible scripture. I'm like, okay, <laughs> welcome to seminary, Aaron, right? Okay, would you take this blessing today because this is an incredible blessing. Number 624, just in case you need to know where it's at in the Bible. Number 624 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you 
and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. How many of you need to hear these words today? If you would, just close your eyes and think about these words. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. There's great news for us today. If we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, yesterday, today, and tomorrow is exactly where it needs to be. The Lord bless you and keep you. Regardless of what you've done and you haven't do. The Lord makes his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. How many of you are in need of peace today? I want to end with uh, the theologian Helen Lamel. And as soon as I begin to say what she said, it may, it may come to mind to you. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. As we think back on to 2013, as we think... On to 2014, as we think about today, as we think about tomorrow, the most important thing that God is saying is he's saying, turn your eyes upon me. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and his grace. If we focus on Christ this year, if we focus on who he is, nothing around us will matter. Our marriages will be stronger I believe our addictions will be broken. may not be. We will have a hard life. Jesus promised that. But if we're focused on him, the things of the earth will go strangely dim. And we will long to see his face even more. And no matter what tomorrow brings, we can smile knowing that Jesus is there. Please don't beat yourself up this year. That's what Satan wants to do. He wants to point out your faults. He wants to point out your errors. He wants to make you feel so bad about what you've done or what you've said or what you haven't done or what you haven't said that you begin to give up and you begin to take your face off of Jesus. You begin to remove fixing your eyes on Jesus. And when you do that, the things of the world will suddenly become beautiful. And when they become beautiful, you take your eyes off of Jesus. And when you take your eyes off of Jesus, Satan has won and we will do the stupidest things and our life will be destroyed destroyed. Christians, please hear me, all of us, myself included. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Who cares what 2014 brings if we're focused on who he is? For you as an individual and for us as ecclesia, 
It's going to be a beautiful year if we do that one single thing. I'm going to ask Jeremy to, to come up and to, to lead us in worship. And I want us just to reflect on this. I want us to think on this. If you would, just close your eyes. I'm going to ask us some questions. Just think back on 2013 right now and, and maybe just quietly to yourself with your eyes closed. Maybe you've already done this. Do it again. That's great. Just give God praise for 2013. We're alive. So in this place, just give God praise. Say, God, thank you. May be able to even think about specific things to thank him for. Some of us, as we're thinking back on 2013, yeah, there's areas that we, we need to confess. There was sin in our life. Don't hold on to that, please. Confess that. Ask God to forgive you. Move on. God says, if you confess it, I will forgive you. Just to yourself right now something comes to mind that is sin, something that's keeping you from living the life that God's asked you to live, just put that in your hands. Ask Him to take that away from you. Ask for forgiveness for that. question for all of us. Do we take credit that's not ours? When things are bad, it's well because we're just that bad. When things are good, well, it's just, well, it's just because we're that good. All along forgetting that God is the perfecter of our faith. building your house? Who's building our house? Are we building it and asking God to join or are we asking God to build our house? Are we laying our plans before God saying, God, please direct me today and tomorrow? Today, what things are you holding back from God? Is it your life? What are you holding back from God? What can you give him right now? And just say, God, here's my life. Here's all I am. Everything, my thoughts, my actions, everything. God, it's me. Don't hold anything back from God. Say, God, here's my 2014. I just want to ask us, are we fixed on Jesus? Are our eyes focused on who he is?
God, in this place, I pray that your Holy Spirit will be moving. God, you're speaking to every one of us. God, some of us, we've just, we've gotten kicked and it hurts. Would you please heal us from that? God, some of us, we're so confused. God, some of us today, we really just, we need to see your face. We need to hear from you. Would you speak to us? Would you show us who you are? God, will you show us how much you love us today? And as we fix our eyes on you, I pray that our hearts warm, our minds calm down, and that we feel right in this moment as we fix our eyes upon you.